Welcome to our Sermon Q&A podcast for this week. Um, sitting here with Joey and Sean. We'll debrief a little bit of what um, Joey talked about on Sunday, covering the topic of marriage. Um, and as he, you know, expanded his thought on that, of bringing it to Ephesians chapter 5, the mystery of marriage being a reflection of Christ and the church. Um, so the first thing, I just kind of off the bat, Joey, if you wanted to talk a little bit about as a guy who's still fairly young, um, Appreciate an, that. an old soul, but still young um, on the calendar, um, has a young kid at home. What are some of the disciplines that you and Braden have put into place? You stole my question. Um, I thought I was going to ask that Oh, question. you were going to ask that question? I'm sorry. I stole your thunder. Do you do you think... Why don't you Did I not ask it the way you wanted me to ask it? how well he just asked the question. Yeah, he asked it. Excellent. I just want to wonder why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so some of the disciplines that we have as husband and wife. Can I well? Can I add something to it? I yeah. mean, the reason I wanted to ask you the question is, you know, I've, you know, I'm old. You're young. Yep. Um, and right. I, t- I talked. Right. We have a lot of young families come in, and that newborn time is tough. It's exhausting, and uh, marriages sometimes, especially in that time, can take a back seat because the baby is so demanding. So I'm just curious as to how you and Braden navigate are navigating, have navigated, and continue to work on your marriage yeah so um some of it stem so i i'll maybe talk first kind of how we aim to guard our uh just spiritual disciplines um one of the um things that i try to do uh is i i'm I get up early anyways in the morning, and so I, I take Henry first thing in the morning. That's my, my son. Um, and that gives Brayden some alone time in the morning to spend with the Lord while, while I have him. And so that's where we try to build in her keeping this spiritual discipline, and I look at that as this ministry that I'm um, I'm serving the Lord by serving her in that, that capacity. And so that's a, a daily thing. I'm, I'm able to do it every day except Sunday because I'm out the door for, for Coastal. But uh, I, I look at that as uh, this practical way for us to guard her time with the Lord. Um, we do family worship together uh, as a family. Uh, we even do that with Henry. Whenever he's he's um, he's got some food in his belly and he's not fussy, we uh, read uh, the Word together, then we sing a song, and then we uh, pray together. And we try to keep that on a a regular basis throughout the week as well. Um, and then we just do stuff together. Like I, Braden and I are good friends, and so we we try to do things together um, in uh, schedule from scheduling date nights out and getting, I mean, we have some people that graciously babysit for us, but um, even with Henry, we go for drives and listen to music or just talk, and that's one of our favorite things to do is hit Colonial Parkway and, just drive and sometimes it's in silence sometimes it's listening to things and um but those are i I think rhythms that we've established that would i would be i would consider those to be weekly rhythms that we we have together um what have you done with henry in regards to you know, babies don't always sleep a lot, and that makes the rhythms more difficult when you're physically exhausted. You know, how, do, how have you done that? Made how, maybe this, this may be a philosophical question. How how does Henry fit in philosophically and theologically with your marriage? Yeah. Um, well, 
So not that there's just this one right way to parent, but I, I do think whatever way you choose to parent, um, you better be committed to that way of parenting. Um, for us, we weren't going to adjust to him. We were going to put him on a schedule so that he can adjust to the way that we do things. And so from a very early age, Braden was really good. And Jen was extremely helpful to Braden in this with um, uh, working with us on the importance of establishing a schedule and a routine for him. And so we we have him uh, on a daily routine. And so he's uh, he's waking up at the same t- at the same time every morning. Uh, goes down at the same time during the day. We wake him up. We don't w- we don't wait for him to wake up. We actually wake him up and then we feed him and play time. And so we have him on a schedule that, for the most part, allows us to get sleep through the. I mean, he his last time we put him down at seven thirty at night right now, and he doesn't wake up until seven in the morning when I go in and get him. And so the um he we're not lo- we're not losing as much sl- as much sleep as what i think people would i thought you got up at 5 a.m. would think he just blew out of the water how early i do oh, well, i get up early for 2 hours that. at that yeah. point yeah, yeah, yeah i, I get like, up early yeah. it's, it's not that i'm 5:30 5:30 is my that is wrong. my my time but if i don't get up at 5:30 then i don't get to spend time with the lord right. because then the the day gets away from me but um but we ha- we just have him in a schedule so that w- it's good for him for us to have time together as Absolutely. husband and wife. And so we've seen marriages fall apart when you become a slave to your child and when they begin to dig, and they will because they're uh, sinful and selfish. And, and so we, we've we worked really hard to make him fit into our routine and our lives, and we know that in the end it's, it's better for him uh, for us to be on the same page and for us to have time with the Lord. And, and so, um, so we, we look at it holistically as, uh, it's, it's spiritually and physically good for there to be structure in his life. So there, and, and, and for there to be structure in our life. And, um, and so I don't know if that answers it no, perfectly, that's, but that's that, great. I think, well, you got it right the first time is what I'm hearing. First what? kid. <laughs> did it right the first time. Oh no. No. Oh no. No. I yeah, think, there's I think bumps along the way for sure. Bumps along the way, but I love your pers- your and Braden's perspective, and I think it's a lot of times when we have children, we we and we idolize them. They become the center yeah. of the world, and that's I don't think that's a healthy pr- perspective. Yeah. And so, you know, even p- disciplining the children's schedule so that. Um, so that the marriage can have discipline, yeah. you know, and you guys can invest in each other is essential. So to, yeah. to I remember this, and, and again, I mean, we all, there's sinfulness and brokenness inside of all of our families and stuff, but the, I, I remember one thing that sticks out to me in my childhood um, is I knew that my dad loved my mom first. Like, I know I knew that my dad loved us boys but it was almost like, man, he loves her way more than he loves me. And I didn't look at that as a negative thing. I looked at that as there is secure. They are not going to, they're not going to divorce. They're not going to leave me as some. Uh, Even when my parents fought, mm-hmm. which I never saw that really yeah. a lot, but 
And we know did. your parents. It was they we fought. Do. They fought well. This is great. I'm glad we're getting. are probably listening to this podcast. They do listen to this podcast. Well, my parents were chasing each other around <laughs> the house. <laughs> no, they they fought well. They fought in a way that I knew that they were. Um, they still loved each other. Yeah. And I knew my, it was my it was the same way for yeah. my dad. He loved my mom. All it took was me to say something smart to my mom. Yeah. And he jumped. He on adjusted that. that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a follow up question. And I, I know I'm addressing just young families here, but I think that for our young families, if you small group leaders can get this out to them, um, and one of the things I, I try to remind young families, I think we forget this that the the infant stage and the uh, to you know, it, it's time consuming. It's terribly yeah, time. Sure. It actually as having teenagers now. It's a different kind of difficult. It's always difficult and challenging to parent your children, but it's not as time consuming. You know, the infants require they can't even put their shoes on. Getting out of the house is a tremendous yeah. amount of twenty four hour care. Yeah, yeah. So, so at the beginning when you guys brought Henry home, I know he was sick. You know, yeah. I mean, so yeah. surely that cut into you yeah know, the first two months. First two months, rough. he was fussing was a lot, and yeah. you all were tired. And how did you manage that? Because that's common. Yeah, I it was difficult. Um, I for for us. I, we leaned into community really because it, it was, uh, um, uh, and I, again, I say this knowing, knowing there's some people that deal with sick children that, that, uh, what, what we experience versus what other people experience is just minuscule. But, uh, the first two months with Henry, he just, he never slept, never slept. And, and when he was awake, he was screaming cause he was in pain and he wasn't eating and we were having to figure out what, what the issue was. And so we weren't ever sleeping. Um, and so the, um, the piece that kept us grounded was we had a uh, God centered relationships with other people that I, I knew that I could talk to people like you, you know, I had friends that brothers in the Lord that I could talk to about it, that could, um, love on me, speak into it. Uh, Braden had some women in her life that were able to do that. And so that helped keep us grounded and help us to understand that it was temporary and it was a season, which was a big thing for us. Um, it, it, the big piece for us was leaning into um, God-centered community was was a, a huge support. And so where people, I think, could tend to isolate themselves in, in a difficult spot like that, I, we really needed to lean into people. And I'm thankful that we were able to lean into people. Otherwise, that would have been a lot more difficult. Um, Which I think that's a discipline that you and Braden had in place already yeah. um, to begin with. Yeah. So it's easier to have that community when you've already established that as we're going to make being in, engaged in yeah. a local church. It's the importance of the local church. I mean, it, it's, I mean, that's, that's the times where you, you really need to, um, have people in again there's people that go through things that are way more serious than that and and you know thankfully henry's healthy and all that good stuff but um i do think we need to learn to press into the right people in times where it feels like our lives are kind of spiraling and and uh and that was a big i mean it was a big adjustment for brayton and uh i mean it, you know i'm had my first kid at 30 and which i know there's some people that have kids later than that but for me that was uh I've gotten used to a way of life <laughs> and, and a certain rhythm and sleep and disciplines and all. I, I'm used to a certain way. And Henry rocked that right out of the gate. And, um, and he, I know he did that with Braden too. And so the unique piece, I think, for me was Braden's recovering from 
having kid number one, you know, your wife is going through a bunch of changes as well. And, and then you got the, you're a dad for the first time. And so there was just a lot of moving pieces, a lot of newness all the way around. And if I didn't have people that had been there, done that, able to speak into that for me, it would have been a lot more challenging than it was. And then back to marriage, you know, everybody in every stage of life has life throwing things at you. Right. So, you know, the, the, the reason I was asking specifically to you, we always have to fight to keep the discipline. Yeah. In order to spiritually, you know, you know, as you said in the sermon, you know, we have to connect to the great husband, which is our Savior Jesus yeah. Christ. You have to carve that time out and then carve it out for one another. You can always use excuses. Always. Like, and that's the thing that you can get into the habit really easily of using excuses. Man, we're going to let our spiritual disciplines and some other things fall to the wayside because it's a tough season with a newborn at the house or this or that. That like, that, that could be we could easily make that excuse but then i get past that and it's man he's a toddler he's rolling around it's just difficult to find time there's that excuse he's a teenager i'm driving to all these different places to entertain him like there's never gonna be a time where conditions are ideal um i think don whitney and the spiritual disciplines of the christian life he said we have to um, be committed to the spiritual disciplines with life unsettled. Otherwise, we'll never do it because there's never going to come a time where our lives aren't unsettled. And so for me, it's helpful to think like that. Uh, My life is chaotic. It's always going to be chaotic in a sense. Um, And I don't mean chaotic as like spiraling out of control. It's just busy. Life is always busy. Mm -hmm. You close one door, you open another door, it's busy. And so if I don't if I'm not committed to doing whatever it is that the Lord's called me to do in the midst of being busy, I'm never going to do it because there's never going to be this perfect opportunity for me to do it. Yeah. So, All right. Well, good. What's there the second go. question? Um, so I think you covered this well in your, in your sermon when you in, uh, included the fact that, you know, uh, there's the dominion commission that we have as Christians. Um, so that brings married people, married people and single people into this we all have the same job to do yeah uh, so the question here is uh, since healthy marriages are a part of a healthy church what can singles do to foster and support those who are married um and i think the i think the heartbeat behind that question is um more of, is is it a holistic thing do singles come along and make help make disciples with parents for their children and yeah. and that kind of thing uh, yeah, so I think, well, I think to me, I, when I hear that question, I think of the broader community of the church. I mean, our our marriages are lived out in community, so we should be crossing paths with singles, whether it's singles helping married or married helping singles. We're all it's iron sharpens iron. We're becoming more like Christ. I know there's many singles in this church that um, have invested in my children in student ministry and things like that and have given extra time to them because maybe they had the, you know, they didn't have their own children to manage, so they were able to give to my children. And I've seen that, you know, I've seen signals give to my family, um, which in then in turn relieves some helps with the burden of parenting and um, in community. You know, I think when you're dis. That's the beauty of the community, right, of church uh, functioning in community is you have all walks of life. So um, 
you know, it's just you're rubbing shoulders with people that are different than you, and and that's there's so so much value to that. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, I don't know. I think some of it, <clears throat> and I think you and I have talked about. We might have talked about this recently. I can't remember, but the um, our primary identity in the co- corporate body of believers is brothers and sisters, right? And so when um, I was sitting under a um, a professor of mine who, who he was talking to me about um, how he and his wife, he even changes the way that they interact on a Sunday morning less in the husband and wife role and more as this is my sister and brother and sister in Christ because if Sunday morning is kind of a snapshot of what eternity is going to be, we're not worshiping in eternity as husband and wife, we're worshiping in eternity as brother and sister, right? And so so thinking of ourselves, whether we're married or whether we're single, primarily as brothers and sisters in the Lord, not here's the married couple, here's the single group of people. And and so m- maybe it's it's thinking about what's our fir- what's our first identity like what what is our what's our primary identity um and and that's adopted sons and daughters of the most high king because of the gospel and so and i think if if we're able to think like that then that certainly has an impact on the way that we interact with one another within the context of the local church and so that that should eliminate the the feeling of being this third wheel um, it, it, when you're thinking, man, I'm hanging out with my brother and sister right here, not I'm hanging out with Joey and Braden Tomlinson and I'm all by myself. I know you're not all by yourself. You're 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 our sibling in Christ. Um, it's essentially. family. Yeah. And, and so uh, and, and as that, you can. Um, I, I mean, I think that's that's the, the primary way a single should be interacting with a married couple. A married couple should be interacting with a single. Just processing all that out out loud. It, it's just a maybe interacting with one another with eternity in mind, and and not secondary labels. So, I'll use me as an example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the Lord saves Henry, yeah. you know, God willing, yeah. um, and. Um, and then it's t- it comes time for him to profess his faith through believer's baptism. Yeah. And I have the privilege of baptizing him. Yes. Um, I'm baptizing him not as my son, even though he is my son, but I'm baptizing him as my brother in Christ. Yeah. Um, and and so, that yes, he's my son. Yes, Brayton's my wife. But they're my brother. And He's that, my brother. She's moment, my son. You're functioning under the same lordship of Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so maybe we need to maybe we need to spend more time thinking through our position under the lordship yeah, of no Jesus question. Christ. And in fact, usually when I do a baptism, um, I actually say that when I baptize somebody, I'm ba- as yeah. your brother in Christ, yeah. because even though I'm their pastor, at that moment I feel like we're I've already you know we're submitting ourselves to the lordship of yeah. Christ. Yeah. And, um, so I actually use that language when I do baptism. Yeah, that's what I do as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, even the church I grew up in, they were very intentional about using that mm-hmm. familial language there. Yeah. So, you know, well, I, good. I, I mean, I have um, someone, as someone who's getting married a little bit older. To your sister. In, to my sister in Christ. Yeah, you hope so. Um, 
hope she doesn't Lord punch willing, you. There's still a few weeks to, to go. Career. But that's right. That's right. Um, as someone who was single for a long time um, in the church, I had friends who were married, and I had friends who were not married. Um, and I was engaged in community with all of them. I, I think yeah. there's just you just kind of need to find people to be around that are diverse in that sense anyway. You yeah. need to be around some married people, and you need to watch their marriage and learn from it, and you need to be around single people and labor together because you got, as singles, you have the gift of, of time to yeah. be able to do more um, for for the church. Uh, you just need to have that, that balance, yeah. I think. And I would add, you know, this week's topic lent itself to marriage. I mean, that's was kind of the preaching calendar. I know Joey, Pastor Joey, though, you're passionate about having a high view of singleness, the same yeah. high view the Apostle Paul. It's something behind the scenes that, you know, probably a lot of people would have taken from this week's sermon because of its topic, but, you know, I know you're very, very passionate about, you know, yeah. the beauty of being single, as the Apostle Paul gives us, is, yeah. you know, you don't have to give attention to, you know, pleasing a spouse and cultivating that marriage relationship that, once you say, I do, is a commanded, you know, it's part of your sanctification, so... Um, and, th- and two, like another piece of it too is as a single, don't hinder a marriage. Like if you, if you're single, a single man, you have a friend who's married. Don't monopolize um, his yeah, time. Let good. him be with his wife. Like that's yeah. his first and foremost his yeah. his responsibility. Well, I think you know if that, you're single, yeah. a single man, don't be around a married woman. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great point, yeah. Josh. And I think you know we could this could be a whole other tangent that I probably don't have time for. But you know, Joe, you kind of hit on the one flesh that Christ and the church is the model. He doesn't have separate bank accounts. We share in his inheritance, you know, that one flesh, uh, when I'm giving premarital counseling, one flesh means it's not girls' night out, boys' night out. True, I mean, yeah. I, I've never really understood that. Yeah. Like, it's you, you're, you, the leaving part is this is now one flesh. One flesh, um, and I was actually talking to Alistair Geddes this week, and he's like, you guys probably need to start putting on your application for elders and high-level staff positions of, does your spouse have your passwords mm. to cell phones and Facebooks? And, I, you know, it's something I never put on an application, but I've always talked about intuitively. That's what One Flesh is. You know, there's no, no hidden social media, and, you know, One Flesh touches a lot of things. So same thing with singles, and that's a great point. I guess that's where my mind went, Josh, when you were yeah. talking. You know, it's a great point. Like, yeah. guys night out, it's not that you can ever go out with the guys, but... That should be less and less. Yeah. I mean, you you have a new priority. Yeah, for sure. That's the, and that's the beauty of being single. Like you mm-hmm. don't have that same priority. You know, you, when when you make that covenant, that marriage, earthly marriage covenant under God, it be, your priorities shift, and they're supposed to. And you guys have probably found, and even Josh, even though you're not married, I'm sure being engaged, you're finding this too. And I think it's a healthy thing. Like if you're experiencing something apart from, uh, you know, you with Jen, me with Braden, you with Ashley, uh, you're doing something cool, and they're not there. They're asking you how how is it? It's still there's almost like there's this. It's not as much fun. It's not yeah, as much like fun. I'm like I wish you were even explaining afterwards. Like yeah, you're I'm not like, getting it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I wish you were. Like it would be. I, I enjoy things. Better. I've tried to Braden's tell Jen about me. that with the Seahawks. She <laughs> she hates it. I'm like it. It's great now Jen, when they listen, win. If it you're listening to this and you want to be one flesh, she's not listening. <laughs> Watch Seahawks games. Uh, so, all right, I got to roll.
All right. Well, that's it, guys. That's how Thanks. I was in oh, these. I got to roll. Can I make Time a go. quick announcement since yep. before Sean? So, guys, just as a reminder, I've kind of put this out there, and we'll attach it to the email that Josh sends to you guys with the podcast. There's a conference this weekend. If you're able to come, I think you'd be really edified. Uh, Pastor uh, by the name of Joel Beakey is going to be teaching on worship, the priority of life, and it's going to be at Grace Baptist Chapel in Hampton, Virginia. Uh, it's a Friday session from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then a Saturday morning session from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And uh, and he's going to go every, over things from what does spiritual disciplines look like to what does family worship look like to how do you prepare your heart uh, and mind to hear the preaching of the Word of God on Sunday mornings. And so um, going over our role as receivers of the Word of God, um, we're... we're uh, we should be playing an active role in corporate worship on Sunday morning while we're hearing the Word of God being preached, and he's going to talk about that as well. And so it would be a great uh, opportunity for you to develop um, as a small group leader and primarily as a uh, follower of Jesus Christ. And so if it works out for your schedule, um, please uh, join us. I'll be there all weekend. And um, I think it ties in yeah. well to what we've been talking about, yep, too. For so. sure. All right, well, that's, uh, that's it for us. As always, any questions, please email them to sermonquestions at gocoastal.org. Thank you, guys. Bye.